Good morning, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Be Real. I am your host, Irene Coates, and I am so excited to be back with you guys this morning. Uh, Today, we're going to do a different topic today. We're going to do something a little different than um, than the usual. So um, we just had Brunner Brothers Weekend in New Orleans. And for those persons who are familiar with Brunner Brothers, uh, they are um, usually um, housed in Atlanta. Well, this is the first time that they decided to come to New Orleans. And we have been on a high ever since. Okay. So I'm still excited. The weekend, I had a blast. I had a blast this weekend um, for those persons who knows that I am a hairstylist by trade. And, um, and so because of that, I am excited to have Brunner Brothers in my city. Okay. So today we're going to just talk about our past experience um, from the this show that just passed and just kind of get some feedback from other stylists and kind of get their opinion and their their personal experience with the show okay so we're gonna have a couple of guests on the show today and this is actually my first time having invites and i am so happy yay so i just want to thank you guys for listening and i want to thank you for continue for your continual support for those persons who are tuning in for the first time, thank you guys so much and welcome, welcome, welcome. Um, if you're already following me on my social media platforms, um, thank you for following me and let's keep in touch. And let's, you know, if you have any questions, concerns, suggestions, or even topics, you know, reach out to me and let me know that you're listening to the podcast. Let me know, you know, what your ideals are and maybe we can you know, uh, interview you one day or invite you onto the show or even feature your topic. Okay. So for those persons who are not familiar with my, uh, social media platforms, you can follow me, follow me at Instagram at IC underscore scissor hand. That's IC underscore scissor hand. You can follow, follow me on Facebook and Twitter at Irene Coates. Okay. Um, also my email address is Irene Coates at Gmail. So, let's move right into this episode, okay? So, again, we're talking about the Bronner Brother Weekend in New Orleans, and we're just giving uh, feedback and just recapping the show, okay? So, today, I have invited uh, several stylists onto the show just to get give you their personal experience, and I'll later give you my experience, okay? So the first stylist we have, none other than the magnificent, most talented, uh, Lit Mama, the stylist, also known as Letitia Scott, okay? But she is known in the industry as Lit Mama, the stylist, and that is what? L-I-T, not L-I-L, okay? So, uh, thank you for coming on, Lit Mama. And um, just tell my audience, just give them a a little snippet of who you are and just tell them a little bit about what you do. As she stated, I am Lit Mama the Stylist, L-I-T, not L-I-L. And I am excited to be on this amazing podcast with none other than Irene Coates. 
I have been in the industry for over 22 years. I just jumped off the porch. We're doing platform work and cut parties and things like that. You can follow me on my social media sites at uh, Instagram. It's litmama underscore the stylist. And on Facebook, it is litmama the stylist. All right. Well, did y'all get that? You can follow her at Instagram at litmama underscore the stylist. And that's with a D. D-A, stylist, and you can also follow her on Facebook at Lip Mama the Stylist, okay? So, did you attend uh, Brother Brothers this weekend? Yes, I did attend Brother Brothers this weekend, and I had an amazing time. I enjoyed myself, and um, I just was excited to see everybody. You know, they live in Texas. You have, uh, you know, relationships that you've been in building the industry. And you get to see one another face-to-face instead of us inboxing one another through Facebook or calling each other on the phone. You're able to reach out, actually touch that person that you have built that connection with. So that was the most exciting part for me at Bonner Brothers. Right, right. That is true. Um, Because I had the opportunity to see some people who I connected with on social media and I must say it was so exciting to see them and to physically have a conversation with them and um just seeing some of these people face to face it's like wow right it's like wow I finally get to meet you personally right yeah so uh what was the most important thing that you took away from this show um The most important thing that I took away from the show is to stay true to yourself because in our industry, we have so many stylists, especially new up and coming stylists that's coming out. They think that they need people to validate to validate us as stylists and they think we think seem to think that I need to be with this person I need to be with this click or I need to be with that click because they're gonna put me on when really and truly you're already put on by God and um just stay you know I just took back just stay true to your own self uh get the information education 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 and don't take classes that you feel like you don't need just to say that you was a part of something you know what I mean so um that's pretty much what I took back from it because honestly you know if we could talk about the honesty part of the podcast of the Bunner Brothers um I you know I made a statement to a stylist that I didn't think it was Bunner Brothers anymore I thought it was the Asian Brothers because you know that's all we had there you know selling hair but at the end of the day it is what it is and that's just what I took back from it but my major thing was enjoying myself, networking with more stylists and just kind of giving them the game and just letting them know when you create a platform for your own self, you'll be invited to somebody else's platform. Absolutely. Now that's good. That's some good, that's some good food. Wouldn't y'all say? So that, the, that was her experience. So let's just say that that was her experience. Okay. Um, and she have her reasons for 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 expressing herself the way that she did. Now, I just want to piggyback off of her for just a little while. Um, that was one thing that stood out to me about Bronner Brothers this year. Um, and I noticed it in the past, but I saw it more so this time around. And I'm not sure if it was because they relocated the show. But there was a lot of Asian 
companies at the uh, Bronner Brothers this year. And I'm not exactly sure their reasons, their reasons for having them. But I will say it wasn't the best experience for me as far as vendor um, or, or should I say as far as the exhibit floor part of it. Um, <clears throat> and this is just my personal opinion and my experience. Now, that part, the classes were great. The the overall uh, atmosphere of the show was good. But when you got to the exhibit floor, it was a little... Um, Sour. I was, I was just trying to, to find. I was about to say Chinese food. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> well, she said Chinese food. Okay, that's kind of funny. Well, hey, you know it is what it is. Yeah. But <clears throat> I felt like it was a. It was just a little sour to me because you know it. This is the first year I can honestly say that I came home with almost no product. I didn't either. I didn't buy. Pro- I bought clothes. It was. The exhibit floor had mainly boutiques and Asian, Asians, uh, companies. Correct? Mm-hmm. They were only selling mainly hair, lashes, and shears. Yeah. There weren't enough major product companies on that floor for people like myself and seasoned stylists who are seriously into hair. Right. Every stylist is not into the bulk hair or the extensions or the lashes, or even clothes. So I would say as far as meeting my expectation on the exhibit floor, they did not meet it. They did not meet my expectation. Now, um, however, they did meet my expectation in some other areas, but as far as that, the exhibit floor, to me, it wasn't worth going on it. And I pretty much rushed myself through the exhibit floor because it wasn't anything exciting to see. Um, another thing I would say, um, and it's not that I'm trying to just dump all the negative things on Bronner's, but you know, this is their first show, first, first show in, um, Louisiana. So I'm sure they're going to have to go back to the drawing board and just kind of recap on some of the things that they've done and just try to revise some things to get people back interested in their show. Now, um, as far as the classrooms, um, the classrooms were extremely small. So for those educators who wanted to, um, have more people participating in their class, they didn't get it. Yes, they had, um, standing room only, but most of their, their, uh, patrons were on the outside, which was very uncomfortable. I was one who stood on the outside of a class trying to get information, trying to, you know, take in the information that the educator was given. I could not get what I wanted out of the classes because they were extremely small. So if you have, if you, if you've heard of an educator stating that, oh, her class was packed to the max. Well, yeah, it's going to be packed to the max if you only have enough chairs to house 50 people. Right. So that's another thing that they need to fix. Um, they need to definitely fix that. Um, so, yeah, as far as education, that, now there were two classes that I did go to, and I was very, very impressed. And one of those classes were uh, Miss Connie Judge. She is phenomenal. She's a trychologist specialist, and um, just the, the information that she gave, it surpassed my expectation. I mean, not only did 
not only did the information surpass my expectation, but just the the level of anointing that's on her life. It was just exuberating off of her. And so her class and it was another class. It was a coloring class. I can't call her name. I hate that I can't call her name, but it was a duo and they were phenomenal. I think it's called color, color. Gosh, I can't think of it. Color something. It's going to come to me, but I can't think of it right now. But they, it was a duo. It was two, two color stylists and they were phenomenal. Just absolutely on point. And they made the, the information that they gave. It was so elementary that even a first grader can understand it. And so I was so excited about that. I'm going to also bring in another, bring in another stylist, Miss Renee Payne. She's been in this industry a very long time. I'll let her share some information about herself. And I want to get her um, her thoughts on what her experiences were. Maybe she can recap on some things that um, she experienced at the show. Yes, my name is Renee Payne. And I've been in the industry for over 20 years. And you can follow me at Renee Payne at Yahoo and on Instagram. Okay, the recap of the Brown Brothers show, I thought was very poorly on color for as you um, making up your face. It was too much of making up your face, making up your lip, lashes. I think um, Lip Mama and Irene already spoke about it earlier. Um, it wasn't a lot of products to be sold. Um, I think you had to order things that uh you actually needed and i feel that um piggybacking out for them that it was a lot of asians it was like over 75 80 percent of them was asians and and i and i never seen it before and i and i go every year so um i thought that was a poor judgment on their part but i don't know the circumstances and don't and don't know the reasons um but i did find that the classroom setting was they were very educational and plus yes they were small um but the information that they were given was very knowledgeable um for as uh i attended a, a upgrade your business class on how to upscale and know your worth and you got to know uh, what you're worth out there in the industry and you can't compromise to the upcoming stylist or I can say kitchen beautician coming in. Um, you got to know what uh, you are worth in order for you to stay true to your business. Know who you are. Um, yes, um, as Irene spoke about, the color class was outstanding. I, I, um, it, it was very, um, you, can bear, uh, uh, you can understand it. Um, and, and I feel like... Um, some things in the industry we lose along the way. And 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 I feel that that color class brought some things back to me um, on how to correct color, on um, what do you need for as natural hair, for as relaxed hair. And I thought that that was very, very good. And um, that's something that I took away um, out of more so on knowing your color wheel. You have to know what you're working with and uh, you got to know the formulas in order to deal with people on an everyday basis because everybody is different 
and everybody can't get the same color. Everything don't go with everybody. So um, you got to know how to and what your customer need in order to cater to them. And that's it for me. Okay, well, that's that's good. I mean, you hit on some very good stuff. And, and just to, you know, bring that color class back around, the name of that class was called Color Confidence, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was called Color Confidence. And um, as I said, that class... And as Renee said, that class was magnificent. I mean, it was every bit of worth it. I mean, if I didn't take any other class, that class was enough for me because I got so much. It, it just renewed me and just gave me that that excitement that you sometimes lose along the way. Um, it just kind of rejuvenated me because, you know, in this industry, we need to be rejuvenated. Um, a lot of times we tend to kind of get relaxed behind a chair, doing the same old things, seeing the same old clients. And so it starts to develop some type of boredom. And um, and so just going to these shows, it just gives you that extra boost that you need and just that extra confidence and assurance that you're in the right industry. You're in the right business. And so, um, Lit Mama, what what were some things that were that you would say was most memorable to you? Um, or should I say, what was the most exciting thing for you? <clears throat> um, let me see. The most exciting for me, I would say, the crowd at the cup party. You know. The crowd at the cup party um, was 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 interesting. Us getting up there doing our thing was, you know, exciting. Even though them boots like they took my life, but um, <laughs> other than that, it was just it was it was good overall. You know, just seeing other stylists get up and do do their thing and um, chop up their hair and different things like that. So that's that's probably all for me. <laughs> probably all for me. Renee, what would you say? The most exciting thing for me is is how we as I say um, in the hair industry can come together and make things happen. Even though um, as Lip Mama spoke about the cut party, but it was standing room only for as in the front there is because people wanted to see, people wanted to know it was their first time having one and even though they could have improved on it, but it's just how, as stylists and barbers, how we come together and we made it happen. Yes. And um, and and I think as one, we can stand, we can accomplish a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And um, and so for me, you know, that was the most exciting thing on how we as an industry, we have the the biggest industry going. And, and and I feel that uh, we need to keep it up and keep it going and be united and just stand together. I agree. I, I totally agree. agree. I mean, yeah. you couldn't have said it any better. Um, and so for me, I think the most exciting thing for me was just the atmosphere overall. Um, just being able to see all the different styles, try, being able to see the flavor from different parts of the world. You know, people who only people who who who's only met you on social media just being able to physically see you in person and communicate with you that was so exciting um just to be able to gel with like-minded people 
that was so exciting. I mean, you had people from all over under one roof and we all felt like one. And so for me, that was the most exciting things. I mean, I can list a host of negative things, but I don't want to, I don't want to focus on the negative things. I am just so excited that they even chose to come this far. Um, to eat, to also just give Louisiana stylists a chance yeah. to, you know, to get that exposure because, um, we have great stylists and we have great barbers. We have great industry workers, but we don't have that platform a lot of the time. And so just having that alone to me was so exciting. And yes, I did participate in the cut party. So had, so did Lil Mama. You had um, various stylists in from this area and around that participated in the cut party. And for those persons who are not familiar with a cut party, a cut party is um, live cutting on stage to music. That's all a cut party is. Just utilizing your skills and and sharing your skills, you know, to the world while you're entertaining and having a good time. That's all. A cut party is and so with that being said you know you can interview tens of thousand people who were in attendance and they will all have something different to say so these are just our personal reviews our personal our personal recap um and i'm pretty sure we're all holding back on some things because it's not even necessary like it's not going to change your mind one way or the other we just rather you know get straight to the point but if I had to rate Bronner Brothers, rate the five from one to five stars, what would you give them, little mama? Honestly. Honestly, I think you might want to pass this question to Renee and I'd not answer it. I need you to answer. You please. said one to five? Uh-huh. I'd give it a negative zero. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I told you to pass it. <laughs> well, it is called Let's Be Real. <laughs> That's what it's called. Renee, what would you give them? Well, because it is their first show and they're learning and they're trying. And um, and then they did decide to bring it to Louisiana. I at least I give them a one. Two. Okay, y'all, y'all not doing right. A two. I would give well, them a three. No, no. Let me tell you why I would give them a three. And I'll be honest. Uh-huh. I would give them a three because this is hard. It's harder than we we think. Right. Now, it's harder than we think. We on the outside looking in, right. right? There were a lot of things that they could have done a lot better, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I believe this too that sometimes things like this have to happen for. For growth. for growth and humility, because uh-huh. some people have to be brought back down. Right. Some people get I the agree. big head and they start thinking they've arrived and this, that, and the other, and they start looking down on other people. Right. But I feel like they should get a three because they are not in their city. This could not have been easy for them to do. I'm sure. And to be able to draw in this number of cro- this number of people, I they deserve a three. They deserve a three. Okay, they, they, you, you, th- you feel they deserve a three. I said negative zero on some things. Now, I won't. I won't say that. Like I said, my experience was wasn't all bad. It just was certain things. You know what I mean. And when you are a stylist and you used to structure yeah, on true. some things, you know, and your expectations are at a certain level, and then when you get there off of what you're known, Bunner Brothers, to do from your past right. experiences. 
you know, is you just compare the two. That's so, true. You that know, is so true. that's just what I did. I just like kind of compare. I, I the now two. now if I did com- if I had to compare the two, it's no comparison. Right. It's no comparison only because they have that longevity in Atlanta. Yeah. They have that structure. That system has already been built. Right. They don't have to really manipulate that system mm-hmm. much. Now you coming into a whole new market. Right. Right. And right. so you have to. When they were in Atlanta, they only capitalized off of a certain market in Atlanta. Right. Right. You come into a whole new market right. where mm-hmm. there are people who've never been to Bronner Brothers. Right. So they capture all of those persons. Mm-hmm. Right. But um, you know, and also I just feel like, you know, their interest probably was one sided, which means that. They may have been focused more so on getting the people there, right? Opposed to the structure of the show. Of the show, gotcha. You yeah. see what I'm saying? I can get that. Yeah, I that can... make that makes a lot of sense. And so, I can get that. Yeah, so you know, so that's why I give them a three. Yeah. I give them a three because I know I I do the shows. Right. They're not easy. Uh-huh. It looks easy, but it's hard. Right. And I and I kudos to them. I'm gonna be honest. Kudos to them because I feel like. You know, I couldn't have done it. Right, and I hope they bring it back. I hope they bring. I hope they bring it back to you know New Orleans because, like you said, it was the first time that they were in our city and stuff like that. And Bourbon Street and the Canal was just completely oh, out of the man. chain. It was so you good. You know, it was now so I'm gonna tell fun. you, just being in the city was good for yeah, me. I needed yes, it. I yes, definitely needed yes, it. Just um, just fun. hanging out with my sisters in the salon. Yeah, I mean, we so had fun. a fabulous time. Just you know, just kind of letting our hair uh-huh. down and just. You know, getting away from our norm. That was really good. So, if nothing else, they get an A for bringing yeah, us out the salon. Yeah. They, they, they get yeah. that. Uh, but I just want to say, and I hope that this message gets to someone in Bronner Brothers. Don't stop. Just keep on pressing, keep on pushing, because we could, we need uh, shows like this. Mm-hmm. That you know, shows that looks like us. But we need to do away with some of them. Um, <clears throat> what'd you say? The yin yangs. Yeah, them. That's what my mom called them. Yeah, we need to we need to get back to the root. We're not making money. These people are making money off, off of, of us. us, and we not getting this money back in return. And I feel like it's unfair to that us. That exhibit that nothing. exhibit floor should have been laced with black businesses. That's it it should have been laced yep. with black businesses. And I feel I also feel like this. If you're having a hard time getting these vendors, then maybe you want to incorporate something else that will that will be a little more attractive to. To these out to these vendors who you've not attracted right i mean you talking about two thousand dollars for a vendor booth right you know right. and you got people going home ain't made no money ain't made no money and also to add to that the reason why i like force with like just double backing with my negative zero and it's because of that and not to sound you know prejudice or anything like that but i always thought that bonner brothers was for our culture. Mm-hmm. I always thought that because we could have, st- me personally, we already got the uh, the agents on every corner store right. in our neighborhood, right. on our corners with, you know, gas stations and now hair, you know, nail salons and different things like that. So if it was going to be all about that, all they had to do was just get a city permit right. and came together and set up their booths and stuff. We could have shopped there. Off the street. Off the street. Yeah. So that's, that's my outlook. You know, on it, you know what I'm saying? Like, what about the, the you know, the vendors, they coming out with their product lines, they may have DVD lines, they may have other things yeah. like that, that us, 
you know, need to support us, but they they're just in the mix because they already know that we are the biggest consumers that's going to gravitate their product. That's right. Negative zero, Bunner right. Brothers. And not only that, but you know, this is a hair industry. I mean, look, we not we we're not in I mean, don't get me wrong, they all kind of coincide. Fashion and hair all right. that kind of go together. But you had more boutiques than you had hair product yeah. companies. Yeah, that's true. I didn't understand it. Like, what was really going on with the exhibit floor? It to me, it seemed like they were just allowing anybody who wanted to pay that money to come in and set up a booth. It wasn't attractive. the The exhibit floor was vi- it just was not attra- attractive. Um, you didn't have a lot of big brands there. I mean, I specifically came for certain brands, and I did not see them. And you know, I understand you you can't help that some people don't want to come and participate. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like you need to offset that with something else. Not clothes. We have enough boutiques that we can go to in our neighborhood on a day-to-day basis. If I'm gonna leave my job on a Saturday and cut my money short, at least let me go come in and find something that's worth coming in for. Right. You know? Right. So I mean, you know, Cause if because you know, the shirt that I my fashion over shirt, I ain't fashion over boutique was up there, had another name, but everything <laughs> I saw that was hanging up there was from the fashion of the Nova. And then you want to sell it for sixteen seventy dollars. What? www.fashionover.com. She's gonna stop. She's gonna stop. She gonna stop. Well, you know, we can go on and on and on, but overall, it you know, overall, show. it was a good show. A you know, show. Oh, I mean, although we pointed out some negative points, you know, um, there were also a lot of good points also yeah. because it did bring a lot of veterans. The People, the education was good. Right. The, the, well, the education that I, I received was yeah. good. Um, and so, like I say, you know, Patrick his class was, was a good class. It, his class is always yeah, good. Patrick always. Bradley, Patrick Bradley. Bradley. Oh, he's yeah. always great. Um, and then also we got a chance to see some new faces. That was good. Yeah. Cause you, a lot of time you see some of the same, same people, like I'm just over them. Right. They teaching the same stuff. Thank you guys for tuning in to Let's Be Real with Irene Coates. I want to thank take this time to thank my guest, Letitia Scott, also known as Lit Mama the Stylist, and Renee Payne for uh, coming in and talking with us today and giving us their recap of Bronner Brothers show in New Orleans. Again, I want to just say thank you, Bronner Brothers, for uh, choosing Louisiana to host your uh, cut. I'm sorry, your hair show. Thank you so much. You could have chose any other state, but you chose to come to Louisiana, and we definitely appreciate you. I have been a loyal participant of Bronner Brothers my um, entire career. I have attended Bronner Brothers for at least 15 years straight, and I'm still excited about Bronner Brothers. I am still excited about Bronner Brothers. I am still excited about, you know, what they are doing. Um, I definitely appreciate that they chose to come to Louisiana. And I'm grateful that they brought out so many new faces. Um, I can imagine that this wasn't easy to do. And so kudos to you again, in spite of all the negative things that were said there were so many great things that you know was said also and so many great things that um 
other people might say about the show. And again, everyone's experience is different. So um, those are just our opinions. And so, and those are our our personal experience. So they have to be respected. However, um, we're all in, in, should at least be in a position to, um, to evaluate ourselves and evaluate the things that we do and make changes, revise them. You know, we should be flexible enough to make changes. But again, I tip my hat off, excuse me, I tip my hat off to Bronner's and all those persons that helped make Bronner's what it was. And um, I really do hope that they bring it back to the city. I really, really do hope that they bring it back to the city. And, um, you know, I just want to speak blessings upon Bronner's and all those persons who had their hands, you know, into making this a great show. Overall, it was a good show. Overall, I mean, in anything we do, we're gonna have ups and downs. We're gonna have plus and positive. I'm sorry, positives and negatives. We're gonna have, you know, goods and bads. You're gonna have a, a variety of, of opinion. And so, if you have not done a survey of the show, Bronis, this is just a suggestion. I would suggest that you do a survey, do a blast, do a a, a email blast or something to your 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 patrons who were in attendance and just surveyed them and get their um get their o- opinions or get their experiences and and evaluate the show evaluate the show and see what you can do to make it better um but again this concludes our show and I want to just thank my listeners for your continual support thank you so much for listening to the to the show and sharing the show to your friends and family thank you thank you thank you thank you for all my new listeners um i know i haven't been the best at um uploading my my shows but i'm trying to get better my schedule is just so hectic i'm just in the process of finding me a new assistant um so that you know i can have some more structure with my schedule but again I am really, really trying and I'm so grateful for this platform and um, I'm grateful for you guys for tuning in. And I even thank you for those person that give me their feedback. Um, I definitely, definitely appreciate it. Um, I definitely appreciate, you know, uh, those persons who are connecting with me on my social media platform. I'm grateful for that. And um, I'm, I just want you guys to know that everything we do, we should do it with a spirit of excellence. We should do it with a spirit of excellence. Um, and we should also do it with a spirit of expectation. Okay. So for those persons who are wanting to do something, don't let what what's in front of you stop you from doing it. But whatever you do, decide to do it with a spirit of expectation and a spirit of excellence. Okay. So this concludes our episode. And um, for those persons who are on social media, you can connect with me on my social media platforms at um, on Instagram at Irene Coates. I'm sorry, at IC underscore Scissorhand. And um, I am thinking about starting me a whole new page with um, using my name Irene Coates 
I'm thinking about that. Yeah. But um or even changing my my name from IC Scissor Hand to just Irene Coates. I mean a lot of people know me by IC Scissor Hand. <clears throat> but um you can also connect with me on Twitter and Facebook at Irene Coates. Okay. So thank you so much guys. You guys be blessed. You you know, continue to move and push through everything and achieve those things that your hearts desire. So be blessed and thank you again.